0: We're back to Billy's for week four of Blitzball Blitz. So much happened, and Peter missed all of it. Let's talk Blitzball. (laughs) Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but lately about Blitzball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey.
1: Hey, Brendan. Billy's happened. Blitzball Blitz is over. over. You went there. I went. I didn't mm-hmm. originally. You went We'll just, we'll just in your cover it now. Yeah. I originally couldn't go because I was supposed to help my parents move. That was a lie. And then it was a lie. Parents didn't move. <laughs> um, and then I had to stay home because my wife got sick and I had to take care of her. And I, I was telling Brennan before this, she had a pretty nasty allergic reaction yeah. to some medicine she took. Um,
0: Another lie. Peter's wife is uh, imaginary.
1: I don't. I actually don't have a wife.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, he just showed us for the audio listeners. There was no <laughs> ring on that on that finger. Unless Peter just a dirty dog and just travels around New
1: Jersey, bar to bar. I always no, no I ring. like forget that we do video for this now, and like I'll get home from work, and like one of the first things I do when from my, when I get home from work is like, oh, I'm not going to leave the house anymore. I'll take off my ring, take off my necklace, you know. Um, and then I uh, when I get Ready to come down here? I like go into my room, take grab my water bottle, come down, and I always forget to put the ring on back mm. on to show everyone that I am handsome. But yes. get, rest assured, you, you don't show your face
0: rest, to tell people that you're handsome. You show your finger.
1: I show my know ring. If you're married. Yeah, because for the new listeners, was we're getting we're uh, getting a
0: big influx of listeners today.
1: Big influx of listeners. The new listeners. Um, it is pretty much canon on this show and in life that the only determining factor of a man's handsomeness is if he is married. Yeah. So if he's married, he's handsome. If he's not married, he's ugly. So this, this is the this second to podcast, last episode
0: of me being ugly.
1: Second to the last episode of this being a half-handsome, half-ugly mm-hmm. pod. Yeah. It will... <laughs> that just reminded me. So, as I said, Brennan was, was at Billy's. As I was watching the episode, I was screen-grabbing clips of every time I saw Brendan on camera <laughs> and I sent it to him and his fiance and I said uh, I sent a picture of him and her and I go half ugly half not that's, <laughs> so that's the context that's for it gonna, that's going to change pretty soon it wasn't hard
0: to find me because there was that
1: whole you 10 had minute a sequence of me shirt on
0: I was shrieking on the field
1: you had a ridiculous shirt on. It? let's it, be honest it's Everybody a great shirt who was there had some kind of John Boy media <laughs> shirt and you had some kind of Hawaiian was it the Yankee Hawaiian It was the shirt? rail
0: riders uh, Hawaiian shirt yeah
1: and so you had the rail riders <laughs> it was very easy with to the, spot with the, with the forgotten rotten. rotten
0: in the middle yeah it was easy to find me and i was with wearing like forgotten rotten in the middle fuck boy high Brendan. top like a high uh, ankle socks too
1: Brendan had a very cool moment uh, during the first game, Baggage versus Hookline, where Dan Canobio on the mound pointed him out and he pointed back. It was very, very cool. Me watching it, uh, I thought that Brennan was taking a drink because he was. I was like, I had my
0: my glass a bottle in my hand, pointing yeah. to him, um, but
1: the angle made it look like you were drinking. <laughs> just like not it. paying so, attention to him. So, so I was. I wrote to you guys, hysterical that Dan pointed you out and you just missed it. And Nicole, <laughs> Brennan's fiance corrected me and was like, no, he pointed back. It was really cute. And I was like, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> that is so From my cool point that- of view,
0: what happened to me was after he, he pointed out to me. And in that context of the game, we'll get to it, obviously. But at that point, right. the game could have gone either way and hook line singers could have easily have been knocked out in the play-in round. And I was like, oh no, he's going to point to me and like, like lose the game now. And now the point's going to mean like <laughs> the end of hook lines tournament. <laughs> and it meant the opposite. I mean, like, he went on a tear from that moment on. I inspired him. You inspired him. To take it all the way to the championship, so. You
1: inspired him, but with You're that, Brendan, you got some burns prepared for us, huh? I got
0: plenty. This is the most burns I've had to write for an episode. That's oh, no, not oh, true. T- Tied. Tied for most.
1: Yep. Tied for, tied for most. most. Tied for most. Let's get into it, Brendy. A nice quick one to start.
0: Nice quick one. Well, let's see owners versus the boners for this play-in game to kick off the Billy's Tournament. Baggage gives the crowd some hope by getting to a second swing off before old man Dan makes his old man proud by smashing an oppo taco. moves on 5-2. To Total bases, that
1: is. No real runs for We can't talk too much because this was very short. Yes. Sure. But, um... That home run was so fucking cool. I jumped out of my seat I did
0: not know how many home runs we would get we haven't been seeing like a lot of home runs in this tournament so we got a many. lot of okay, bombs, you know and bombs
1: and bombs let's go to game two because I don't want to <laughs> talk about it too. I don't want right, 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 to talk about too much there was a total of 23 pitches thrown in this game without the swing wow. off factored into it there was a total of 23 because obviously it was one inning two outs per inning because it's the play in yeah
0: no, it, it was, it was tough because it was, it was two outs so it was two outs each and then swing offs it was it was wacky uh, yeah,
1: it was very easy to talk about the whole thing right now because of how short it was. Let's just burn in burn game two.
0: Burn in Sorry game for two. Guys. No, let's go. The men of the Bronx take on the boys that love socks. Pinstripe Strunk squanders their only opportunity to score, leaving no room for error against We Got Ice. Just as Lou looks like he might get it to a swing off, Jack walks it off instead. We got ice wins one to nothing.
1: Really deflating loss. Really deflating. When I, when
0: you, I was there. We're very familiar with the rules at the warehouse. And then when this one landed, I was like, oh, that stinks. But all right, whatever. It's a single. And then Jimmy comes out and tells everyone, like, no, the, the double line is after the pitcher's mound. If it lands after the pitcher's mound, it's two. And, he and then, like, once he said that, I knew where it landed, and they had to go check. But I was like, "Shit, that's it." So, like, any loss that ends with them having to check back the replay for the play itself is like, that's yeah. it's very, very deflating. Have that's you put
1: have you watched the episode back yet?
0: I did right right, right before the first show ever. Like when I got home, was half okay. making dinner and half watching at like one point five XP just to catch everything. So
1: again. I'm very curious as to. How it looked in the warehouse because I'm going to be honest with you the actual video itself that's a tough play. Like, no, you, yeah, like, I'm
0: glad I was there to, to give you this. Perspective. There
1: are people there to catch it, there are people there who will catch it. Like, I'm confident in Dalton, Nicky, Jake, Zoe, and Jack to catch that ball. Anybody yeah. else, it's really a toss up. That was a tough catch. I, to I make don't know by where Jones.
0: it looked more difficult on the feed or in person but I remember turning to Nicole and saying uh, yeah that was very difficult because we, we, we're trained to know that anything off of the warehouse ceiling is difficult and then when we go there and we see how difficult everything in the whole warehouse is to catch off the floor yeah. or the ceiling or whatever it hits it's difficult now in Billy's there instead of just like a straight ceiling uh, there's and I know the warehouse ceiling is not fully straight but it's like more straight than what this was like you saw the duct right. to air ducts up there it can rattle around uh it's a similar height to the warehouse the lights there's a lot more going on and it wasn't like hit softly and it was still like gonna be an over-the-shoulder catch for either one of them for the most part and yeah. it's 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 a new venue in general it it didn't look easy when i was there either and like lou made it yeah. seem like fuck Joe's, we gotta talk about that and, like that's well even kind of jake on lou, the broadcast I, I think was like oh,
1: oh no joe's and i was like eh, that's kind no of no it, it was, that i not really th- tough one.
0: i didn't think it was on either one of them
1: yeah but that jacked. was the theory. It would have been, been actually
0: a crazy catch if they did get it.
1: It would have been insane. Like I said, it's a it's a catch that we like expect the We Got Ice Boys to make that Jake has been making this whole tournament. Um because Jake has been defensively insane in this tournament. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was the big thing there that we'll touch on. We'll go back to a more in-depth one after Brendan does the next burn. Ooh. Ooh. Brandon Burns.
0: Hookline begins the the next chapter of their revenge tour by facing the one seed Loveyas. Nikki's stuff is icky, but he doesn't have his usual control. Jolly sets the tone with a massive olive bomb to put them up two to nothing. Dan Kenobi learns not to overthrow and makes quick work of Loveyas to move on to the championship. Sometimes I forget what my rhyme is it's supposed to be. It's supposed to sound like Dan Canobio learns not to overthrow. So I had to really show that rhyme in there, yeah. So I, I didn't really emphasize that that O.
1: I like that one, Brendy. Yeah. Um, so at this point, correct me if I'm wrong, and anybody if you listen to our episodes, our last episode, I believe at this point, Brendan, you had predicted everything correct after this game. I was
0: starting to feel it now. I'm like, oh shit, it's happening. I'm computer look so <laughs> stupid like, right oh now. God
1: i looked fuck i was like while well, i was watching the championship right obviously the championship was Hookline versus we got ice at this point we know that from yeah. brendan's burns um and i was like oh my god brendan predicted this if Hookline wins the whole thing one i'll be stoked Famously and it's on
0: record it's, it's, it's Nicole's. It's like I, my words are I it's, it's on record so you, you can, I can't it just, is like, you, I can, you can easily say like, oh i said that i said that but like and now there's this I, proof
1: made fun of you. <laughs> he did. So I was like, Brendan, you're being ridiculous. There's no way that Hookline is going to beat Love You. There is no shot. And then Jolly shows up and is Jolly because he's Jolly Big Bats. Yeah. And like, absolutely...
0: And Jolly says it and I think Jake says it on the... on the Maybe it was uh, Peter Moylan. But some somebody Peter said... On, uh, De- uh, Peter, maybe it was Peter Delory. It was somebody on the yeah. feed was saying like, oh, you know, like if... Dan shows up and his Dan, like this is a different team. I think Jolly mentioned like, well, if if Dan performs like himself, we are like a, a massive threat. And yep. I think Peter, that's what Peter Mullen said. He said, if Dan Canobio plays, like it's so crazy how he can go from zero to hero. He could be absolutely all or nothing. And we've, we've said that before too, that he either has got nothing at the plate yeah. or is just taking over the entire game. And the fact that he was able to even just pitch really well all day at Billy's was, it was huge for him. But the fact that he hit two home runs, uh, on this day, was uh, he was really showing up on both sides of the ball?
1: I mean, yeah, obviously one of the home runs doesn't count because it was a swing off home run. Right. Like for still stats, like balls but over the wall, it's
0: fun. What? But but it's still like balls over the wall is showing that he's he's seen yeah, the ball. Yeah, exactly. Today.
1: It, but like this game got had me so hyped up. Nikki, by the way, uh, I thought after that first inning and Nikki like locked in at the mound. Um, Like, I think Dan had hit a single, I think it was, and then Nikki was like, all right, no more fucking game. Strikes out jolly three pitches, mm-hmm. and not to go into it too much. Strikes out jolly three pitches, and then gets Dan to, like, chop one back to him. He gets it. I was like, oh, my God, this is over. Nikki's so locked in. And then Dan just, like, said, mm, I think today's the day I make my case for a Cy Young, and gets three strikeouts. And, like... We'll talk about this more later. In the final, if you know, if Dan didn't play that first game and go to two at at-bat-offs, maybe the final's a different story because Dan clearly got gas there. Yeah. Um yeah. but but before I get too far into it, you wanna just burn the fourth one and then we'll go back we'll rewind back totally. in time and go through it from back one in by time. one. It's too hot in here. Crowd
0: favorite We Got Ice takes on beloved franchise Hookline Sinkers in this heated battle. Jack looks like Peak Jack in his second game of the day, absolutely dicing up the Hookers. We Got Ice takes advantage of a tired old man and get him for five two out runs. Hookline makes it a game when Dan hits a home run. Jack Doyle ultimately though shuts him down with some gross pitching and keeps the score. keeps the score the same as Dan's age five one.
1: So rude. That's so rude. He pointed to you, gave you a really cool moment, and this is how you repay him.
0: It's just to see who's listening. It's just, it's oh just my a check. Oh, goodness.
1: That's so rude, Brendan. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think this was the first time that I really realized, like, oh, shit, <laughs> We Got Ice is super popular. Like, I know they always talk about it, but I've never, like, met someone in real life. Who's like? Oh yeah, I love We Got Ice. I know them from before John, from like outside of John Boy, right? Um, and then I also kind of realized that you know it's people who are younger than me, not really people who I'm talking to on a daily basis. But exactly. um, I love We Got Ice. I love Hook Line. I think the big thing that I want to talk about here, because I don't want to forget about it later, is this is really the time where you saw, um how important it is to have two pitchers on a team. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, Dan got gassed big time. I said this before. Dan like was looking unstoppable. First two, and we've seen this before. This isn't the first game that we've seen this, where Dan has looked unstoppable for like the first two batters he faces and then completely loses it from the third batter on. Yeah. Like it was um, strikeout, strikeout, five-pitch walk, single, and it was like... Like, during the at-bat for Jack, where he hit a single, you kind of thought to yourself, he's gone. We've, see, we've seen this too many times where, like, and it's usually if Dan has multiple games in a day, we've seen it too many times where in his second game of the day or in his third game of the day, in this case, um, he kind of hits, hits a wall, and it's it's crazy. There is no steady decline. It's, just, it is it's just a drop-off. Dan is performing at a Cy Young level, hits this wall, and then is just like fucking yeah. shelled.
0: And I was really glad that I was able to squeeze in watching the actual feed afterwards because seeing it in person, you don't really get a sense of how he's actually feeling. Because um, like you, you see it happen in front of you, you like, oh, that's weird. It, all of a sudden, just, it just stopped working his arm. Because the Vila was still there, so you, you didn't fully know why it all of a sudden just unraveled. But you sort of have an inkling and then as as sort as soon as you go back and watch and you listen to the commentators, they are starting to question it and like, oh, you know what? He seems a little tired and I, I remember remembered I was actually gonna mention this is the most important thing. In between one of his games, Dan is sitting down with Peter Morland after maybe the second game is like, Yeah, my arm's fucking shot <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you know what, that's what I really meant to meant to talk about is how well, no, he himself said he was, was really tired. First. Oh really? So even yeah even worse. Because so he powered through the second, second game, game I
1: guess. It went straight through second game to third game. Yeah. Like he played back to back. Um, but yeah, we've seen it so many times with Dan and it's really unfortunate because like I said, I'm a hook line fan, always been a hook line fan. And
0: yeah, which baggage was out for really, me? I was like, all right, cool. Now I can be fully into hookers the rest of the day.
1: Oh, I don't know if you uh, saw this in the notes that I put up. Did you notice that like while you were watching it, were you like, oh, these are the last two tournament finalists? With we got ice was, we got ice was a finalist in Blitzball Battle Three, obviously runner up, and then in Ball and Play Hookline won the whole thing. Wow! So you're seeing these two teams are really Hmm. like, and I can't wait for floorball to see what floorball is like because we got ice. I think was pretty good in floorball in the first Mm -hmm. one. They just had a couple things missing, so I'm really excited about that.
0: Speaking of champions, though, recently I don't know if you noticed, but both jolly and bbd were wearing their ball and play champions hat. i did
1: i did it's bbd's favorite hat you could hear that it's great uh hat. exclusive scoop on our it's interview of it's covering BBD. up a very
0: bad haircut currently
1: covering up a very good bad hair currently that's what he says word on the street is that's that he, what he says? he's got a botched hair job no yeah, yeah that's what he I says i don't believe that i don't believe that for a second bbd's a looker always been haircut or not BBD's post, a, always post been a, looker. a hatless selfie as soon as you hear this bbd Post a hatless selfie, BBD. Um, Coward. Get our number somehow. Send us some pictures of you in just no hat, and that's it. Just a hat covering <laughs> says, something. That's a creative way of <laughs> asking for a nude. <laughs> let's, let's go back in time to Billy's Game 1. Hey, baby, send me a picture of you wearing just a hat. <laughs> Billy's Game 1. Baggage versus hook line, The play-in. So... Uh, yeah we touched on this before one inning game two outs mm-hmm. per half inning um jake starts off probably one of the worst starts probably the second worst start you could have first pitch double the only thing worse would be the first <laughs> pitch home run
0: I, as right? soon as that happened because going into it knowing it was a two-out game i was like ah, oh, you know what we might not get much offense here Jolly's first swing it's like, holy shit, this is going to be a, a big day for, for offense in this warehouse right. or this bar.
1: Jolly gets that double, and you think to yourself, fuck yeah. Hook lines in. Then Jake strikes out the next two. Jake was gross. Jake was pitching so well Yeah, in this entire – like this, and I, I understand it's a small sample size. Like I said before, there was 23 pitches thrown in this game. Jake threw 12 of them. Very, very small. Sample size, mm-hmm. but Jake was so. That's good. in
0: regulation. What did you say? That's in regulation. You're talking about those. That's in regulation.
1: Okay. I didn't count. No stats count for the at bat off because there's too many. Uh, like you could just throw unlimited balls. I didn't yeah. want to count. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, so Jake goes in. Well, two outs. Oh my god, hook line didn't score. Baggage is in complete control right now. But then, Dan, like I said later on looked like he was throwing his his hat in the ring for the uh, Cy Young and Dan for the most part today pitched incredibly. Dan was phenomenal on the mound today. For the most part, like obviously the final we'll talk about it later. Um he strikes out Jimmy and Jake to send it to an at-bat off. Yeah. We get to this at-bat off and like Jimmy, oh, I felt so bad for Jimmy. Because Jimmy like came from this incredible game in the warehouse. Yeah, like they, had, they had a yeah. comeback
0: game, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like maybe baggage hits again. And then like once yeah. once Dan starts to mow them down, you're like, "Okay, I've seen this before." Now I'm not I'm not fully on the train of like Dan is here to pitch today as much as I'm right. like it's one of those days where baggage just does not hit,
1: right? But you know nobody hit. Goes the at bat off. Dan strikes out jolly gets a single okay pressure's on for baggage uh dan's on the mound against jimmy who like we said has not looked good and granted it was one at bat right but like he did not look good um oopsie jimmy hits a single right and now the pressure goes from being on baggage to equal the at the total bases to on hook line where it's like, this could be over in one pitch. At this point, right? I'm, I'm not even
0: mad at... at, at Jimmy did his job, as, as far as I'm concerned. Like, he, out of the, the very limited opportunity he had, he got a hit. Yep. Now, yeah. sure, Jake pitched really well, but he's known for his bat, and he couldn't come through with anything more than... Not that he didn't do anything in the swing-off.
1: Well, yeah, That's but... That's where they lost. I mean, he hit a tough grounder, and if Jolly wasn't playing where he was playing...
0: Yeah, just... So he
1: had a tough bouncing ball to Jolly, who makes a clean grab to get the out and really save hook line season. So then you go to round two of the at bat off where Jimmy says, okay, one person pitches and hits. That's it. And you got to wonder like if Dan doesn't hit this home run or if Jake hits a home run to answer Dan's home run, does Jimmy then say, okay, Jolly pitches and hits. I pitch it. Probably. I would say. So like
0: that would have been nuts. That would have been a crazy way to start the day, by the way. That would have been like yeah. holy shit,
1: insane. Um. So then, a spoiler, already spoiled it. Dan absolutely cranks one home run. Uh. J- then Dan takes the mound, knowing the best that Jake can do is draw the game, tie yeah. the game, and then send it to another round. So, like for you, you're a pitcher. You've you you've pitched uh, when you played baseball. You pitched right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like me who started pitching when I started playing blitz ball, mm-hmm. but like in your head, knowing that like, Hey, I'll give up anything, but a home run. What are you throwing? Fastballs
0: just straight. Just, I, he's, it's very unlikely he's going to hit a home run off, off you at that point. Like he's probably, he's the pressures on him. He's probably so yeah, scared. But
1: fastballs where? In the Anywhere.
0: Zone. Just, just, I mean, I guess it's different because in this situation, it's, it's so unique that you can throw unlimited balls. So maybe that would change my thought process right. a little bit. Um, like, so would you I, I guess no matter what in, in swing off, I would just be throwing constant breaking balls.
1: Like would you would you even try if you were if you were just doing fastballs? Would you try to slow it down so that you could get a little more accurate and get the ball like bottom inside, lower inside no, corner? No,
0: I think I think with with the the swing off, I would just be trying to throw the nastiest if I possibly could because there's no consequences. Yeah, you know, just be be dirty and hopefully it catches a good a good spot. But I think getting as much movement as you can on balls. We'll hopefully miss barrels, and all you want to do is miss a barrel mm. on that point.
1: Mm. Interesting. Well, and you see that happen because Jake hits a single, and yeah, baggage gets eliminated. And with that, Dan threw eleven pitches. Dan and Jake both got two strikeouts. Jolly's the only hit in the game in regulation. Um, absolutely incredible game. What a way to start. When I wonder what it was. What was it like in person? Because watching it the last thing you want is the two last place teams to put out a stinker game, right? And right. I don't think they did. No, I think, I think I'm think
0: i glad that they have fleshed out the swing off system in past tournaments because it could have easily been that way with like a, a quick playing game. They want to get it over with and then it drags on because no one get, gets hits right away. So I think having this system was super smart by them. They know what to do for overtime just to get the game finished and for there to be some action. So it, it wasn't by any means the best game um, and it was quick but um i think it was handled really well i I, at some points especially early on when dan was like super amped up and was constantly hitting speeds i felt bad a little bit for jimmy because he was like trying to put on a show when it's the first game and he's excited and as a content creator it's like tough for there to be no hitting and then this like a bunch of redo pitches so that that i felt for him a little bit um but it it quickly solved itself and it eventually panned out pretty well
1: yeah uh, so what was it like just tell me about the atmosphere when Dan hit the home run.
0: I mean, it, it was it was awesome. It was loud in there. It was just as it was just what I kind of I pictured it to be, with everyone up on those balcony walls leaning over and just chanting the the entire time. A lot of old man Dan chants. Um they, nice. Honestly, throughout the entire day, because once once he hit that home run, I felt like he won over the crowd. And the rest of the day, they were chanting old man Dan. Uh, anytime oh, he was man, up there, they, they loved them. It was it was really cool to see. Everybody was obviously everyone that's there is so excited to be there because they're not just like random fans that show up to like a baseball game. They are right. kind of hardcore fans of this YouTube channel, essentially. So everyone that is there is amped it and into it. So I mean, you couldn't really ask for a better, more intimate environment.
1: Hell yeah! So with that, I think it's a perfect lead-in to player of the game. Player of the game.
0: Brendan, has it? The player of the game,
1: for me. Brendan's the player of the game. Congratulations. Player Play of the game. Oh. Dan, Canobio. <laughs>
0: Dan Canobio. Dan Canobio starts his potential MVP of the day run at this point. Like he revenge, really, tour. He, he revenge tour. Revenge he, tour. The he's like, Dan you know what? revenge what? During the regular season, I didn't perform, and now I'm going to show you that once you get into the dance, you can
1: be a different player. Yeah. That is crazy. He had zero hits in the regular season, and his first hit of the tournament. Granted, not an official hit, because it was in an at-bat off. Uh, Not an official... I should say this. Not by John Boy standards, not an official hit. By Blitzball Boy standards. We're not counting that as an official hit. Um... But yeah, on both sides, dominant on the mound, dominant. Uh, maybe not dominant at the plate, but like he was the one who got that hit to win the yeah.
0: game. Yeah, he that? only really let up a couple grounders
1: throughout that the course of the yeah. game. Yeah,
0: you know, nothing in the air, no barrels, nothing, nothing crazy.
1: Oh, your count, you mean the at bat off?
0: Yeah, throughout the day, I mean, anything that did happen. Oh yeah, it was really no hard contact.
1: Yeah, Dan's so good. Dance so good. He found
0: it. He found that release point.
1: He found it, baby. Peter yeah. Morlin. Shout out. Uh play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, Brendan. Joe's McFly and his family set a record last mm-hmm. episode. Yes. For most play of the games by a family. <laughs>
0: Is there a family that was at Billy's that will break the record? That
1: was at Billy's that will break this record. Uh, And unless somebody is related to Jolly Olive, I don't think so, because I'm giving my play of the game to Jolly catching the uh, chopping grounder that Jake had hit during the at-bat off to save the season, really. That's it. Because Jolly doesn't do that. Obviously, Baggage wins. Yeah. And because he did... He did that, gave Dan a chance at the plate again, and Dan hit that home run. And I think the catalyst of all of it was Jolly just, you know, and arguably it was him just being in the right place at the right time. But Yeah,
0: but you still got to catch it too, you're right. like it's, it's very easy to just drop that ball. The ball's coming at you fast. It skips off the concrete ground. This, those balls aren't as easy as you think to catch, and uh, he did it.
1: No balls are. No balls are. No balls are. Take it from us. And with that... We'll move on to game two. We got ice versus pinstripe strong. Wow! And Brendan, before I get into it, do you want to tell me about the atmosphere during this game?
0: This is so everyone's very excited for the first one. Obviously, is the first one people are hyped up. Right, we get here and now you you see all the kids are coming out. All the all the kids that have been asking for Zoe's <laughs> autograph on their Blitz balls. All the people that are excited <laughs> to bump into Jack. Um, the the little kids. Uh, uh, other fan groups are really just showing this. It's so cute to see all these people that brought signs and like they're they're with their parents. Like there there's a lot like little little kids uh and even like like some like tweens ish. Like, I think that was like the, that tops the age groups for the We Got Ice fans for right. the most part. But that was almost half the or at least at least a quarter of the people there were We Got Ice lifers. Crazy. And, and they were they were like it was either Old Man Dan Chance for the day or We Got Ice Chance. That was like those are like the two yeah. big, the two big loud ones, and it was really fun to see a, a stadium full of people that were there for for these. Like it's, it just reminds you of how big their following is.
1: Right, well, that and then the team they were up against had their own fan contingent, right?
0: Yes. And well, once this game's over, obviously you you forget why they're there, and they just become like right. a part of the the whole vibe of the event. But essentially, they were there oh, as a man. as a fan club for Joe's. Joe's. I, I keep calling over text. Peter's like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" I keep calling them Joe's band, as if Joe's a part of like <laughs> some musical group. <laughs> but Jose, if, if you're familiar with with Joe's McFly on Twitter, you've probably seen the famous video of this like percussion group watching the playoff baseball game with Joe's during was it the twenty twenty one playoffs when they get eliminated in the wild card? I don't
1: even know. I love it. Uh, but it's it. an
0: incredible. Moment in Twitter history that I've seen. It's just one of the funniest videos ever. I think they get knocked out, and everyone just stops playing their instrument and just looks really sad. But that whole group is there. That made the environment better than I could have imagined. Just like having constantly just music, and it was right. it was like the version. So when we were at the warehouse, when we had everyone just kind of hitting our seats to like get amped right. up for each pitch, it was that times a hundred because it was it's actually sounded nice and sounded good. And like people that were gifted with with instruments were like. Helping, it was it was almost like having a uh, an organist there, but instead of an organist to hype up each pitch, it was the percussion Ooh, group. So it was a lot of fun. So cool. It was really cool.
1: I did think it was funny that after the Pinstripe game, so Pinstripe game happens, and these these guys with the drums have a bunch of like Dominican and Puerto Rican flags mm-hmm. tied in front of them. And I noticed that in the final, they showed them again. They replaced all of them with American flags.
0: <laughs> I got well, <laughs> did you out. see that? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! I was cracking up. Like ah, I guess we're um, in for
0: Americans now.
1: But yeah, we got Joe's and Lou, the banger, the banger. Versus we got Ice, and you know this was we're we're now into the three out games, no longer two outs, mm-hmm. still one inning. Um. Jack doesn't look like Jack just yet. Not just yet. in this one. He will because first he starts off with a walk, then he goes four balls, zero strikes. Or Lou walks right. Joe's gets four balls against him, zero strikes, hits a single into the bar, right. Then Lou hits a single, bases loaded for Pinstripe Strong. No outs this right, point, right. No outs. <clears throat> so bases loaded. Jacks really worked himself into a corner, and then Jacks says, "You know what, yeah. guys, I'm fucking." Sick it's of this. tough because at this point, strikes- in the,
0: with, with- Base is loaded, no outs. I'm like Lou still hasn't really made great contact yet. This is perfect. No. Like they're they're gonna now take advantage of this and just go off. Like Lou's gonna get a big hit somewhere.
1: Exactly. But then Joe strikes out. Lou chops one to Jack that he catches because Jack, like the hardest ground ball, Jack will catch because Jack is just so adept at pl- essentially playing baseball indoors at this yeah. point, and he's used to these bounces. Mm-hmm. And then Joe strikes out, and it's like oh. Where, what happened to all this danger that We Got mm-hmm. Ice was under? All gone. And then once
0: dissipated. you get once you get two outs in a situation like that and you feel like you, were, you should have scored already, now the pressure's really on you because you feel like your opportunity is slipping through your
1: fingers. Right. So then it switches up. And I don't know about you. I was thinking We Got Ice won this. It's done. Yeah. No, no, that's Zoe exactly it. Been, like I felt earlier. so good at the plate.
0: That as long as they get one big hit, uh, pitch trip has the momentum and they could run away with right. this early and they really put the pressure on them to have to come back. But when you, it's, it's kind of like in baseball, if you, if the other team makes a couple errors and you don't take advantage and score on them, you feel like it's going to bite you in the ass. The same thing here, where if you don't, if you squander this opportunity, essentially right. a team like we got ice, that is a pretty big overall in blitz ball warehouse history. They're, they're now a powerhouse with like both guys being able to hit. You can't right. you can't lose opportunities like that. Um especially if, in, in short so, games too, with with one inning games, anything you you miss, it's really tough.
1: If Zoe learns how to pitch, yeah, it's over. It is over if Zoe learns how to pitch. Yeah. He's going like he they're gonna be unstoppable. <clears throat> but, right? Jack steps up first, Lou pitching. And this was the thing that shifted my mindset from we got ice has this too oh maybe not because mm-hmm. we've seen this absolutely nasty side from lou on the mound yeah and he strikes jack out but he doesn't just strike jack out he strikes jack out looking
0: mm-hmm.
1: not even attempting like looking, at looking it. dirty and you're just standing there i i'm watching this i'm like oh, like, oh, oh shit. my gosh this is this going to us at bat bad off like are we seeing two in a row this and is crazy
0: did. i mean we get we get two outs nobody on
1: uh No, there was somebody on. So then Zoe gets a single, then Jack walks, and then Zoe's battling, and he's fouling off strike three in the next at bat, but then Lou strikes him out. And you're like, okay, runner on first and second, like, pinstripe might do this, and then we talked about it before. Jack pops it up, rattles around the ceiling, ting, 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 ting comes down just out of Joe's fingertips or like just, like between his fingertips or whatever. Very difficult play we talked about before, but it lands behind the mound. Double, there was a runner on second. We got ice moves on. Yeah.
0: It's t- I, I guess their hands are tied with uh, Billy's ground rules and what they could do with doubles and stuff. It, it didn't seem like a fair double based on like, especially so there's some warehouse balls that would be home runs in other parks that end up being just doubles because they hit really hard, but they're hit a little bit high. This ball didn't feel like it was hit that hard. It just felt like sort of a straight up in the air pop-up Yeah. that the tra- trajectory took it past the pitcher's mound, which is only 45 feet away. So that being like the game ender just felt a little bit like, ah, uh, like they didn't catch it. Sure. But that little dink and dunk of a, of a hit felt like such a, a, a dagger for pinstripe strong.
1: It did feel disappointing that this happened in a, t- in the tournament setting. Yeah. But at the same time, like this is why we love.
0: No, oh, yeah, warehouse,
1: right, right, right. We love the warehouse because of all this fucky shit that can go on. And it's like and that's a it that is like ooh. the most
0: we got Ice win either. It, also, it's just like I think I'm just coming from a point of view of now at this point I was rooting for Pinstripe Strong to move on You've and like, to show people I got to too close to the players, Brandon. so I I felt what they felt like. That's how we fucking lose and get out of this <laughs> yeah, tournament. You gotta <laughs> be kidding that's... me. And that's we the perfect too way for we got Ice to move on.
1: Lou was too nice to us. And he made us pinstripe strong fans. And Joe's was too nice to us when we talked to him. And he made us pinstripe strong fans so that you just. And we said it too. Last episode, when Joe's. I think that if we never spoke to Joe's in that interview and we never met Joe's in person, that we would not have been as upset when Joe's bobbled that ball in the warehouse. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. So with this, I think that. Yeah, I felt bad for Joe's, but at the same time, that's fucking warehouse ball, you know. And you, that's why we love the warehouse. We love the warehouse because of its quirks.
0: Yep, that's why. That's why I love. I always loved like the stupid hill in uh, the old Astro Stadium. Like I love all the weird little quirks. I sort of like the stupid wall that they just moved back in Camden Yards. It makes no sense, but it's silly. Uh, I I don't like like that because there's
1: too much injury potential with the Camden Yards one. Yeah, but I do. I love. I've always loved the hill. In the it old Astros, uh, but yeah, but yeah, no, and, um, anyway,
0: but no, I want to say like just no shade thrown at we get ice because it seems like every time oh, we, we talk about a team playing it, we're always rooting for the team that's playing against them. It seems like, but <laughs> it's, it's just every- they, they, they they just have a big fan base. That's all. Everybody else I'm against so them a glad
1: you said them. this. Yeah. I'm so glad you said this because when we were in the warehouse and we were watching them play, I felt awful because like in the first game. I was like, "Let's go baggage!" <laughs> but also, we Got everybody
0: that works there is always rooting against We Got Ice. It seems like too, except for like Paxton.
1: But then, like, yeah, you're fully right with that. But like, then it's like they played Pinstripe, and I was like, "We're like, let's go Pinstripe!" And I think it's kind of just like a, um, we don't want the clearly better team to win, right? <laughs> you know, That's you know what, what, what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
0: Nicole asked this too because she's like a, an adjacent fan and was there. Knowing who
1: the characters she's were sort of
0: Jason? She's a Jason fan. She loves those movies.
1: She's a big Jason. She's a big heart. I mean,
0: it's October, so it's spooky season. It's relevant. but Jason uh,
1: fan movies. She's Maraz. a Jason
0: Alexander fan. Jason Alexander. Yeah. Jason Del <laughs> Rey. Del Rey.
1: Your cousin, maybe? Famously, my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, but First she... mention, Jason. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: So she like sort of knows who these people are. She knows the faces from seeing the games over my shoulder, but was excited to go cuz she she is a decent enough fan of it to be excited but not really know what's going on. And was asking like, "So who are we rooting for exactly?" And I was like, "You know what? That's She I think she said it in a way that like is, it, is this a silly question?" I'm like, "No, that's a great question. We Me and meet to talk about it all the time. It's a funny thing to root for because you're rooting for everyone at the same exact time." <laughs> it makes the sense, but that's the way it is. It's true. We're, as I, I explained, it, like we're just kind of rooting for a good game,
1: essentially. We're rooting for a good time. Yeah, I, I don't think there's ever been a warehouse, except for when baggage is in the field. I'm rooting for baggage, or when hookline's in the field. Then I'm rooting. Then for I, like I think at
0: that point I switched, yeah, to hookline.
1: Um, I feel like I'm trying to think back. Is there any ever a time where I was rooting against somebody? Yeah, Blitzball Battle One. I didn't want Rock. I wanted baggage to win Blitzball one so bad. Rotten to win,
0: okay. You cut out for a second. You said rotten.
1: Oh, said, it sounded, it sounded oh, like I,
0: I bleeped you out. I didn't want the truth to come out.
1: You bleeped me. All right, <laughs> and and it's nothing against like Trevor and Vinny. It was like it was, like, like it was just like, how cool would this be if, if Jimmy and Jake guys. beat MLB players to? I don't Shove even care. Everybody would have said it was rigged. Right. Everybody would have said it was rigged. I don't even care. I would have loved that. Yeah. Uh, or even like in Blitzball Battle 3, I didn't want Como to win. Yeah. I've been very think... I've been very upfront about that. And it's not and it's nothing against the guys. Like we talked to Caden, uh, we talked to Sammy. They were great, great guys. Mm-hmm. We really like them a lot. Um and they're great players. You can't take that away from them. Yeah. But that's but exactly it. You want the underdogs to win.
0: Yeah, I think they you I know? think they would understand that too.
1: You better understand it. Caden, Sammy, give me a call. Give me a call. Uh Player of the Game. Player of the game. Uh, it's very obviously Jack. Oh, I have player of the game. Forgot to tell you guys. Oh. Wow. Uh, it, it's very obviously Jack. Jack had two strikeouts on the mound. You know, he had that uh, double to get the RBI to win the game. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was all over the place yeah. in this game. And he really, like... Brendan and I were talking about this before. Jack kick-started his MVP campaign in the warehouse... Or, I'm sorry, in Billy's today, where it kind of got from... It went from a point of... And we've talked about this before. We talked about this when Zoe was on. We talked about this in other award shows. Jack, a lot of the time, gets overlooked because Jack has always been consistently one of the better players in the warehouse. Yeah. And um, this was really the first time... Because I think you and I were both thinking before this, like, hey, Nicky's probably going to be the MVP, right? Um, yeah. This game is what really made it click with me that... Oh, Jack has kind of like clearly been the best player in the tournament.
0: Yeah. And then you kind of look back at Nikki's campaign and like, and I think Jake touched on a little bit in the booth with sort of saying like, you know, not saying it's fully Fugazi, but almost all the games that Lovey's won was in a swing off.
1: Yeah. We mentioned that too. Yeah. We mentioned that in, I forget if it was our last episode of the, um, but like just, this is after all said and done, right? Yeah. The stats I'm about to read to you. Nikki's batting average, batting average, not on base percentage mm-hmm. for the tournament, is three mm-hmm. Which in warehouse ball is
0: not like the best.
1: Jack's is seven hundred. Yeah. Jack's and Lou. Jack and Lou both seven hundred. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Like you expect Lou to be up there, to... sorta, but like Jack being up there is kind of nuts.
1: Right. When you get to pitching,
0: he's not always known for hitting.
1: Like, you get to pitching, right? Jack has 15 strikeouts.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we'll get to the next game he pitches in, but, like, this was just a preview.
1: Right. The next game he pitches in. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. And to be fair, it is padded a little bit because of that next game. Because he got an extra inning to work with. Right. But, like, 15 strikeouts is nuts. He had 20 outs record. Let me Let me see what this... I don't know off the top of my head, but... Just outs recorded over, I mean uh, strikeouts over outs recorded, right? Mm-hmm. This is just comparing Jack to Nikki. It's the same. So, but it's the same yeah, over. Yeah, p- pitching a wise, I think Nikki,
0: besides the one game in Billy's, was disgusting. Nikki was nuts. Disgusting. Nikki was it, nuts. It does think that the only time he got the pitch was the one inning because you know yeah. That's part of my reasoning for Hookline taking a game over Loveys was knowing like oh you know what they had a couple of weeks off like I know they had a full week off between each g- series of games anyway but two weeks off to me just felt like a lot of time between for Nicky to get a little cold and lose his release point with his nasty slider right because in the first couple weeks he was dotting that slider in the same exact spot over and over again and no one could touch it I didn't see right. that location hit from him almost the entire game so it was just it wasn't he just didn't have it that day or he was going to start finding it if he got a second inning even, but he just didn't get the chance.
1: I mean, like, something I really want to stress here, right, is Jack had eight more outs recorded than Nikki did. Eight more outs recorded than Nikki did. And he had six more strikeouts. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, the, the sample size is smaller for Nikki, but then you move over to hits, right? Mm-hmm. And hits per out over outs recorded... Nikki had 58%, or, uh, he, you know, Nikki had 7 for 12. He was 7 hits over 12 outs recorded, and it's 58%. Um, Jack had 10 over 20, but you also have to remember 5 of those hits of Jack's 10 for 20 were against Baggage in the game where Baggage was fucking superhuman.
0: <laughs> right, right, right.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Jack this is where it fully clicks with me. Like Jack is going on both ends and yeah. Jack look like, looks like unless Lou makes these crazy improvements, Jack looks like he's kind of leapfrogged Lou in for terms best of overall player. Most dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I feel like we give Lou the credit for most dangerous because Lou is a lot more intense with it. Jack right. has a very he's, subtle, he's, he's got the slug too a little bit. Right. Well, it a completely different story. I think best hitter has got to be Yeah. best all around. Like, lose getting there. Lose pitching is getting there. Lou's, yeah, getting
0: Lou's there. made some strides with the, with the pitching, for sure. But,
1: like, Jack has been... This game made me realize, like, just how good Jack has been in this tournament. Yeah,
0: he's definitely he's made a lot of adjustments.
1: He definitely has. Play of the game!
0: Play the game. <laughs> Speaking of Jack, it's Jack's oh. catch. I mean, that was a huge moment where he caught the ground ball against Lou because the bases, yep. I think, were loaded at the time and Lou, the big bopper, is up. So to get him to ground out back to you, to me, is a huge stifling of that potential rally at that point. So great moment,
1: great moment, huge. Great moment, great moment, huge, huge great moment. Um, I fully agree with you. I think it was the most impactful play of that game. Yeah. Um, Easily. He stopped. We've all seen how easy it is to bobble the ball. Mm -hmm. We've all seen how easy it is. So him stopping that, making the catch, getting the out, keeping the runners on, most importantly, was huge because that takes a load off of their chest. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because all you need is one barrel. One barrel. You win the game at this point. Because there's zero, because yep. sure I've got zero.
0: That's um, it. You don't need to do too much at the plate because, because you stopped them.
1: No, definitely not. Yeah. But Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to game three. Let's move on to game three. Lovias versus Hookline. And the big question here was Lovias had more of a rest than anybody else. They didn't play last week. They didn't play up until the third game of this day. How much will that impact them? Who have Nikki and Dalton that was I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Have have Nikki and Dalton kind of lost their edge? Have they been practicing on their own? Like or like is Hookline's warm up game against baggage? And for those who are only listening, I put air quotes on warm up. Um has that really helped them out to get hot mm-hmm. and to like get ready? And to you know, you're facing tournament pitching, and I think I never noticed this. Famously, very famously, I don't pay attention famously a fool. to like fool, famously, a fool, famously, I don't pay attention to pitches, like what kinds of pitches are coming, the or like the speeds of pitches. I think during the warm ups, they were showing Nikki. And the balls were coming in at like 35, 40 miles an hour for the warm-ups. And it's like, yeah, that's warm-up pitching. Mm -hmm. I understand that completely. Dan and Jolly have already seen tournament speed pitching. And you got to think, did this fuck with love yous too much? Because you look at it, right? And Nikki's, Nikki's on the bump to start the game. Nikki hasn't pitched in over a week. Walks the first batter. Then he strikes out Dan.
0: At uh, this point, you're like, okay, then, maybe he just walked one guy, he struck out the next guy. He's probably still just as good.
1: Golly, hits a homer. Next pitch, Whoa. it's like, okay, everybody gets one of those every once in a while. Right. And it was a fun homer too, because it like hit off the back wall, came back. Dalton caught it because Dalton's a fucking freak athlete.
0: Um, right, and you might as well catch it just in case you don't know where it actually bobbled. Right.
1: Around. Uh, and then you see Nikki lock in, and you know. Oh, I'm sorry. And then J- Dan hit a single, and then it, Nikki locked in, um, you know. And they're the kind of guys who, like, you know, if they go Break down two,
0: they're not done. They're, they're, right. There's always a chance for the two to about come back. This.
1: We've talked about this, right? In Blitzball, you need to get that third run to really feel safe. A yeah. two-run lead is never a good lead. Yeah. Then he strikes out Jolly, that he gets Dan to slowly chop one back to him to end the inning. And then this is where what I was just talking about with the tournament speed pitching really comes into effect because Nikki comes up to the plate and he, you know, he is having a great eye. Nikki's really like laying off some tight pitches. Dan is dealing, right? Gets Nikki swinging at a high ball, essentially. Strikeout. Dalton's up. Uh, Uh,. Two strikes on him early, gets a strikeout, but oops, redo, do Seventy-one miles an hour comes back, doesn't matter. Dan strikes him out anyways. That's two. Third one, Nikki comes back and it's like, oh, Nikki was locked in. Nikki's going to be locked in. Nikki's gonna get this one. Just kidding. Dan, was, like Nick looked, Nikki looked like he was trying to be a hero, swinging at pitches that he normally doesn't swing at. Dan strikes him out with the slider that he brought back.
0: Yeah. I think he, point, I think he did he point that Moylan at that point? Cause I think Moylan was talking yes, to him about did. being afraid to throw the slider when they were in the booth yeah. together. So he's, he found, he found it. He found the release point and made it work. Um, I th- but so I think overall your, your thesis here is, is right. I, I think that the quote unquote warm up game helped wow, thesis. hook line. And I think you're right about them being cold. I mean, it's, it's tough to just all of a sudden come in and have to perform, at a championship level, when just getting one in, one inning to, to play, like, it's, it's tough.
1: You got to think if Nikki just goes, and instead of has Dalton throw him warm ups and vice versa, right? If he goes, hey Lou, just fucking rip some at me, yeah, and just not swing. And maybe just they like did a little bit. And don't, go I don't by. know, but from what I saw, it wasn't. It was just him and Dalton, and Dalton's throwing like thirty five mile an hour. in. Yeah. and it's like if you get. Lou, who you know is out, so there's no real harm in getting Lou to come in and do this. You get Lou to come in and just throw as hard as he can, right? Yeah. Throw as hard as he can, even if it's over the 60 miles an hour, just to get you used to that speed. Would that have helped Lovey's better? Maybe, yeah. Granted, I really want to stress this, Dan was being absolutely filthy. Dan was being phenomenal on the mound.
0: Yeah, and he got he got time to help himself figure out his release points and stuff too. And how to pitch under the speed limit and find his release point for his slider. Uh, right. That that first game really helped him out a lot. And it, it you can't underestimate the feeling of coming into a game fully cold. And like people like Dalton only got one at bat all day. Right. That's so difficult. At,
1: at the end of the day, we never know what's going to happen. We ne- we're never going to know if it was the week off or hook line was just dealing. Hook line was playing out of their mind. Hookline was playing like what I had expected Hookline to play for play like from the very beginning of Blitzball Blitz in this Billy's portion of Blitz. Yeah, you know. Um, so, I mean, I'm just gonna go into Let's it. Get it, player of the game. Player of the game. Ooh, remix. Double two people get player of the game. <laughs> As is half tradition. the field.
0: Get it. <laughs> uh, I have player of the game correct.
1: Brandon has player of the game. Mm. This one correct. goes to Jolly. Jolly.
0: Jolly gets player of the game for his big homer. He is all of the offense in this particular game. Jolly only hits dingers. It's only all he knows how to do. He hits
1: either doubles hit. or home runs
0: or singles. No triples though.
1: He's mm-hmm. the slugging king. Slugging no king. triples though. No triples. No triples though.
0: I you know I triples. I, I talked to you about this, but when we used, I used to play this game called. Um,
1: of course. Is this another fucking Hurst game? <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is this another? We're just so add it, it to the Rolodex. Was of called, absolutely ridiculous shit you guys used to do. So it was called Curb Ball. Of course and, it was. And we would
0: take like a tennis ball or a handball and we would. F- we were the, It was like baseball. You were the batter. And the way you would hit, there's no pitches, but you would throw the ball as hard as you could at the corner of the curb. And there's people in the field and they would have to treat the ball as if it was now in play after you got a hit off the curb. wow. Ah. Uh, so we would play it uh, in like the elementary school parking lot or we play uh, a couple kids had like good backyards for it. We would just slam fucking like weird shaped balls against their parents patio and they would get mad when they would come home because sometimes nice. like if you missed it, then it would bounce and then hit the glass back wall of oh, glass back doors like the sliding glass doors in a lot of people's places, whatever. So the point is that we had a rule where if when the ball was hit off the curb and bounced into the field if it like hit the top of the fence and ended if something weird happened in the field it was just an automatic triple so i wonder if there should be like some oh. funny warehouse rule if it like hits it goes into a certain hole in like the left field corner or something then that's the only place in the entire warehouse it could be a triple like something funky you know like what that.
1: there is that one part of the ceiling in the warehouse where there's like a square that's just open, and then a square on the other side. If it goes into that and out of that square, that lands. Role. Yeah, that should be the. I'm, I'm thinking like Jimmy. when you when
0: you play pinball and like you hit the ball into a very fun. Like you, you're looking for that one perfect hit that gets you like x amount of uh, extra balls or bonus plays or whatever. That's the kind of stuff I want. I don't the, know. from
1: the warehouse. I've never played like real pinball. I've only heard only heard the song. <laughs> Okay. But since I was a young boy, I played the silver balls. So you, so
0: you would probably love it. You probably love the actual In Wall Wizard. I love it.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Sorry I've played. Me. I've always wanted to play Pokemon Pinball. I
0: can't believe he's never played actual, like, a pinball machine.
1: Yeah, Brandon, I'm That's a crazy. fucking loser. I'm a massive I don't loser. I like, thought oh, going
0: to be a perfect comp for Peter. Like, never fucking played pinball. Never played pinball.
1: Yeah, listen, yeah. You think of anything, chances are, haven't done it. <laughs> 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 good, good rule of thumb. Right, Brendan. Brendan knows this better than anybody. <laughs> How many things on this show alone have we uncovered? Yeah, I can't wait for the, mim- the pinballers to come after you. Milkshake. So uh, well now, it,
0: what's happened through this show is that you're becoming more a, a man of the world, a more cultured I'm guy. Becoming a man of the world. So you've <laughs> had, you've had the milkshake and the milk now because we got bullied by Drew Davis. So now who's. Who, someone out there at uh, Jumping Media staff, please bully Peter into going to wow, play pinball.
1: Wow, unbelievable. Now fucking BBD is going to message me. <laughs> <He's gonna laughs> play pinball or else. Or else. <laughs> that's, that's what's it's a picture happen. of him just wearing a hat. Nothing else. I have a really great picture, a really great threatening picture on my phone of Blastoise. I think I've sent it to yes, you. Yes, that's a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a good one. Uh, but Okay. Uh, that, uh, oh. Yeah, Jolly for sure is oh, yes, player yes, yes. of the game. There you go. For sure. For sure. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> Pretty funny. Wow, Brendan. Way to ruin the moment. <laughs> That's my laugh. I have a new laugh. <coughs> um. So I'm stuck between two. For this, but I think it's got to be Jolly's home run.
0: Yeah, I'm it's got to
1: be. I wanted to give it to. I wanted to give it to Dan for his last strikeout mm-hmm. because. You know, like I said, he like has really put on that good outing. He's run He's run up to this point. He's put out a platform saying, I should be Cy Young. Look at how good I actually am. I should be the Cy Young of this tournament. My dad's I,
0: here, and I'm showing him I'm good.
1: My pappy's here. I'm showing him I'm good. Um, But it has to be Jolly's home run. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the, the number
1: play. one thing that people have been struggling to do against Lovyes is score, right? Yeah. Nikki's let up four runs the entire tournament. Coming into this game, he's let up two. So people this scoring against Lovyes has been the struggle. Jolly did it. Jolly doubled Nikki's earned runs mm-hmm. in one Spring swing. Of And it really put the momentum behind hook line to help them get this win because Dan was dealing pitching. Dan was in the zone pitching. At this point, Dan threw 19 pitches in this game. We're not counting speed violations towards this pitch count. 19 pitches in this game, 11 in the last game. That's 30 pitches total. That's effectively an average pitch count for these one-inning games. Because Nikki threw 29, you know, and Dan, Dan threw that in two games. Yeah. So you knew Dan was going it was to be good for dealing. a long well, day, too. Well, I guess too. you didn't know this time. Yeah. I guess you didn't know Dan was going to be dealing at this particular instance. Right. But Jolly puts those numbers up. Dan comes up, shows why he's a top, arguably a top three pitcher, probably more along the lines of top four pitcher in the tournament. But it shows his potential and, for
0: possibly being there at some point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're going to take the final out of it because that shows that he's not a top three, mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen. But there. I mean, they, a lot of people can't see
0: him if they don't see him often enough. That lefty look is just so tough. Because I was explaining to Nicole too, like how the ball moves. Uh, and it was funny. Like there was a point where I was explaining to her, like she asked a question about it, and I was telling her whatever I forget what it was. But as I was explaining to her something about the rules or whatever it was, the camera, the fan cam comes over, and it looks like it's just like a boyfriend mansplaining the sport to his, his girlfriend. And I, was very, I was like, no, 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 She asked. I promise she asked him the question. I wasn't just telling her about it, but I was explaining to her sort of about how the ball moves when you're pitching with a, your right hand and how a fastball right. for the most part will go. It'll rise a little bit and also have some, uh, horizontal to the right movement. So it'll go in on a righty from a righty. But Dan has the opposite where everyone's used to most arms in the warehouse are righties. So then there's one guy who when he throws over the top, it goes the complete opposite direction. So how disorienting has got to be, even though you know it's coming, you've just been getting the same look over and over again from everyone else's fastballs. And all of a sudden, this guy just happens to do the exact opposite. Right. So that's why he's so effective for a lot of people.
1: Right. But yeah, I think it's time to move on to the finale. Finale. You don't have a special sound or anything? Let's see what we got. We got Oh. That's nice, I guess. That's a pretty good one. Okay. We don't have that for anything else, right?
0: I don't think so now. I think it was supposed to We're be d- for one of them, and then we ended up where we have the laughs And the.
1: Uh-huh. Guitar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, We got Ice versus Hookline. Who would have predicted it besides Brendan Ruppel? Mm hmm. Only Bre- that, was a good noise, that was a good noise Brendan. was a good noise i knew all along but yeah they they come in obviously hookline is the away team
0: they're up to bat. and we first. guys are still like the front runner at this point
1: absolutely the front yeah. runner at this point um but i had no idea who was going to win this game cuz both teams were very hot coming into this yeah
0: no yeah i think it, it, um, i was watching it feeling like it was completely up in the air
1: yeah Jack walked Jolly to start, and then something switched, and he was just absolute filth. Spoiler alert for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, You know, he strikes Dan out kind of ridiculously. Like, it was almost as if, like, for those of you who play video games, Jack was like a 99-rated pitcher with 99 stuff. Against Dan, who was like a 50. It was gross what he was doing. You you see stretches of him not
0: being able to spot any of his dirty stuff. And this game, he just decided, you know what? All the nastiest pitches I have will be hitting pipes or glass from now on.
1: Yeah. Then he goes up against Jolly. Completely overpowers Jolly to get him to strike out. Then he goes back up against Dan... Bef- and ab- he kills him again. And at this point, I'm thinking We Got Ice has this. It's it. Like, they're not going to touch Jack. They're not yeah. touching him. Then Dan, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Before mm-hmm. First two at-bats, strikeout, strikeout. Like, oh shit, like, he's still, he's still oh.
0: going. He's still going, baby.
1: Dan's, Dan's still on his heater. And then we talked about it before. At that point, Dan's fatigue catches up to him. Uh, Five-pitch walk, single, uh, another walk after Dan had a really good like, at-bat against Zoe. Um, another single that scores the first run. Then Dan walks in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a double that scores the first two runs. Then Dan walks the bases loaded again. Then Jack gets another single for an RBI. Then uh, Zoe gets a single for the RBI. And then Jack hits a homer that only counts for one run, yeah. even though the bases were loaded. And
0: I remember feeling to similar to you, like, where you always say, like, we just said it before, that once you get three, you feel pretty comfortable. Once they had three, I'm like... I, I, the first couple of runs, I was like, all right. It's like doesn't look great, because Jack looks so gross. Two might be right. too much. Three is like, well, now we just have to hope for a miracle.
1: Exactly. And then you have... So they maxed it out, five nil coming into the second inning. Um, Jolly steps in. They're so just hoping for a game to be made of this. In some Jolly way. strikes out at a on a ball that's essentially on the floor, um, and then Dan hits a home run. And so that's fine. Like, oh, yeah, it
0: was more like a yay, not like a oh shit. It was more just like okay, cool. At least he got one. That's that's. I that's think fun. it
1: was. I think it was the hook line fan in me that was like. They're gonna fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, this is gonna happen. It's too big of a um, mountain to climb.
0: With, with just like, like you you said at the beginning, like the way that Jack looked in this game, it looked like he took yeah. a step from last game and warmed up a little bit, and there was no chance that they were gonna come back with five runs against yeah. the well, way. The, that that version of Jack.
1: There's that end. It was kind of like body language from Jolly and. Dan yeah. like Dan hits the home run. Dan does not have. The, feel it. We're coming back. He's like like right, swagger about him. He it has is. the like. Well, at least we didn't. G-. You ever seen the? Um, what's that bench warmers? Yes. We didn't get Many shut times. out. <laughs> that's, yeah, that that's was what that Dan's was my high school body, body baseball team was too. like. You're having a
0: We won one All game right. in fall ball, and we went back to our friend's house and had a humongous party.
1: Hell, hell yeah! We set we set up fireworks
0: <laughs> at that. I kid you not.
1: Brendan. Oh, my God. Well. Okay, great. So then uh, Jolly strikes out again. Um, Dan hits one at Zoe with the rare bobble. Mm-hmm. Hook line's alive. Jolly hits a single. Hook line's alive. And then Jack strikes Dan out. On
0: like a, a pitch that is unfair. I, I think Dan. So good. Is, What are you going to do with that pitch anyway? It, it,
1: I, it was so good. Like, it was so crazy as, like, I wrote in my notes here, Jack seems to lack urgency as he goes behind in the count 3-1. And then he threw such a disgusting pitch, and I was just like, Jack, stop it. He isn't lacking urgency at all. <laughs> and then he froze Dan for strike three. Yeah. And, and it, that's uh, the championship. Yeah, so many different arm
0: angles, so many different pitches. Like, that. that slot he threw at it with that slider – a lot of times will be the rising slider slot too and that one decided to not rise at all. It just moved five feet to the left and piped it. Yeah, Like it was nothing you could do. Jack
1: was on another level today. Yeah. And, you know, I think that this was the epitome. This was Jack's highest point so far in the warehouse because Jack, just looking at the Billy's tournament. Jack is the best player by far. Yeah. And then you take a step back and you're kind of like, "Oh, the flashiness of Nikki kind of blinded us a little to how good Jack was during the regular yeah. season as well. Like Nikki was fantastic, and this was Nikki kind of putting himself out there being like, "I am an yeah. MVP." quality player
0: i think it was their 4-hour run they started with who helped his campaign at that moment right for sure
1: and i think it's also because jack is a very subtle confidence mm-hmm. like jack is joking around all the time he's not mr like super aggressive intense locked in yeah jack is locked in but in a very different way and it kind of gets discounted just how good he is Yeah. and then um, everyone knows
0: that he's got the crazy stuff too and everyone knows he has but the potential spooky. to be great but when he is hitting the strike zone with those pitches, it looks like a, a, a whole different animal. So we always knew he had this oh, potential yeah. and he could be the best pitcher, but he wasn't always the best performer on the mound just because of like some walks and stuff like that he would get himself into trouble here and there with how right. dirty it was. But this tournament, he lived up to all the potential he ever had and surpassed it with also being able to hit super well. So I think you're fully right. And I think Jack can kind of be confirmed now as maybe the best player in the warehouse.
1: Great segue, Brendan. Player of the game.
0: Player of the game. It's
1: a great segue because it's Jack. It's Jack. We talked about it before. We talked about it in the last um, We Got Ice recap about, like, oh, just wait till Jack do- what Jack does next game. Jack had six strikeouts. Jack struck out. Every Everybody. out that he could have got was a strikeout. Hmm. Jack went four for five at the plate with a home run, two singles, um, a double you know, four RBI and a walk. He threw fifty pitches in this game, but it was over two innings. Dan, uh, I'm sorry, he threw forty nine. Dan threw fifty one. Um, for just for reference, and Dan, you know, only pitched one inning. Um, Jack was on a whole nother level. We kept we were talking about it ad nauseum. Jack was on a whole nother level in this game. Jack really like was incredible. And I don't want to discount anything that Zoe did because Zoe was also fantastic this game. Yeah. But Jack, like I said, over and over again, a whole nother level. Yeah. Jack was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. The guy, I mean, the guy's crazy valuable on on both ends of the ball. And when you have a guy next to you in Zoe, that'll usually pick you up on anything that actually does get hit. They're both great defenders. Uh, it's just it's such a dynamic duo and with jack at the helm you could do no wrong and and he can also be a, such a great leader for for zoe moving forward he taught him how to hit essentially and now yeah. maybe like you said he can teach him if he could teach him how to throw anything like jack if he could give him I mean, he he, 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 is, they've also down. made great strides great strides with him on the mound too but uh, i think he, he's the best option as a, a mentor for for zoe moving forward
1: yeah if zoe learns how to just be like an average pitcher. Yeah, we got ice. will never lose again. Yeah. Play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> oh, that's the last one. Last that's one of it. the
0: season. This one goes to Noah McFly. Oh, oh. I was going to say it as a joke <laughs> too. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: this one is—it actually is a weird, a weird one. It's going to go it to. Actually, is Noah McFly. It actually is the. Dan Kenobi's on the mound. I think you said oh, there's no. a man on base. The little grounder that hits off the weird pipe by the bar in the corner.
1: When Dan grabs it. When he it.
0: grabs it he makes the catch and he's not sure if ah. the ground rules say that it's an out or if it touches anything, it's a single. Such it was a, a single. Good catch, too. And it was a good it was a good play. Like he did everything he could. He didn't like go face first into the side of the bar for it stupidly. He made the right decision and like pulled up a little bit but still caught the ball almost off the ground. And if that' canada's an out or if he got to it just a little bit earlier or if it just took a different bounce with like a higher hop a little bit he would have been yeah. able to get there that would have been a third out of the inning it still would have been zero zero yeah you, you don't know what they could have done if they got to the next inning unscathed uh just a totally different ball game if that play goes any differently and it's very close to being an out
1: absolutely 100 percent. you always pick the most interesting plays of the game <laughs> <laughs> like i, I don't i don't mean any interesting disrespect. meaning good or bad I don't <laughs> mean any disrespect for this, but like you, it's always like nothing that I would have thought of as the play of the Like for me, whenever I pick it, it's always like, oh, well, Jolly hit a home run to win the game, so I think that's the play of the game. And for you, it's like, you know that one uh, where it popped off the bar and it could have been an out, but it wasn't an out? It's, I think it's going to be that one.
0: I think that should have been a triple.
1: <laughs> I think it should have been a triple. So... I mean, I agree. I, your points are perfect. Um, if the ground rules were different, or and I was thinking the same thing watching this. I said, could Dan have gotten there just a little earlier? And I don't think he could have. I think the ball, no, I think yeah. he was a little too far away and the ball was moving a little too fast. Um, even if he like had perfect timing with running off the mound, I don't think yeah. that he would have gotten there in time. Um, the catch was cool. Too bad it meant nothing. Not kind of like Dalton's catch off of Jolly's home run. Right. But, like, it, that really, you're right. So, one of the, if, one of the things we did he got there a second earlier and that was it, that was the end of the inning, we, maybe we wouldn't have been in this predicament. Maybe it's... Hookline wouldn't have felt as though they essentially needed home run swings to win the game. Right. In that yeah, Different, different
0: mindset. Um, so, it was funny that when we were there, so speaking of like positioning and stuff and running off the mound, Nicole was asking why everyone decided to play, all, all the feelers decided to play in right field over there. And it looked like it was just because it was the bigger part of the field, but hmm. there was a, a time she's like, "Everyone's hitting ground balls to the left side. Why are is no one playing there?" And See? I was like, she's like "Nicole's that's good...
1: the real man." I was
0: like, "I I don't know. I, I wonder if it's just because there's less space over there. It'd be too hard to catch hard ground balls that close to the batter. But I would be I would definitely be playing over there because that's where all pull side riders are going to be hitting them. Uh, yeah. And she's like, "I wonder if they could like." maybe it's just because of a spatial thing maybe the the pitcher should start like running off the mound to the right side every time they pitch the ball and like i think like, that's a good i understand the sentiment but it, it's too much to focus <laughs> on and if you're now a lot throwing and immediately running over there <laughs> uh, like trying to catch the eddie ground ball <laughs> on the run is would be insane but good i mean i like where your head's at
1: nicole should one of these teams should uh call nicole up get them to be her manager that's it's, it's we're already we already got jobs. We have, we
0: have hook line. I wonder who. I'm the
1: be. manager of hook line. Brendan's my manager. Yeah,
0: my, my almost wife. As I, I kept introducing her as my almost wife to people, so she's that's uh, she's really up, up for funny. A manager job.
1: That's very funny, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost the wife. And that's
0: how I introduced her to Jimmy. I was like, "Hey, uh, this, this is my almost wife." He's like, "Oh, congrats!" He like laughed at like that wording. Yeah.
1: It's like, I mean, because it's not a real thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just am so sick of saying <laughs> fiance. It's the lamest word.
1: I think throughout the entirety of my engagement to my now wife, I called her my fiancé uh, twice. It's a bad word. It sounds like a bad word. I I, I, mean, I kept calling her my girlfriend. I was like, my girlfriend, my fiancé. Yeah. My, <laughs> my think, ex-girlfriend. My ex. Well, who is it? who sent that? Was that Nicole who posted that? Yes. Uh, yeah. Was it a Snapchat where she was like, oh, only two more weeks until we're ex-boyfriend and ex-girlfriend?
0: That's the first part of the <laughs> ceremony is where the... Um, the minister, I call him. He's not or um, ordained, the ordained minister. The ministrone. Uh, the ministrone, the ordained minister He officially breaks us up in front of everyone. We stage a fight.
1: You're officially single.
0: Yes. And then we had to go hook up with somebody real quick while we're single. <gasps> Someone in the audience, of course. And then we get married. In the audience? Yes. Wow. Big audience. It's a, it's a paid live audience.
1: Paid live audience. Yeah. Um, get your tickets now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: let's uh let's wrap it up i guess
1: <laughs> okay brendan what should people be drinking no wait should we say that do we have... let's do a little more pomp and circumstance yeah yeah congratulations we got ice
0: yes I was gonna... yeah okay congratulations great job Here's great job the... to you guys congratulations to everyone <laughs>
1: <Bye>. <laughs> oh congratulations it was a fantastic um,
0: tournament amazing how, how was it a... overall on your end i know I, I enjoyed the hell out of myself everyone there did at, at billy's what was it like for you
1: Absolutely loved. I think I, (laughs) I reached out to Jimmy way too many times, just saying like, "This is crazy! How good these live shows." Shut up. He he kept blocking me. I had to create so many burners. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're uh, amazing job. It's kind of hard to believe this was their first foray into a live tournament. Like I know they've done live things before because I like watched a live stream. I want to say this was, like, a year and a half ago where they just, like, played a mini tournament in the live stream. Yeah. In the warehouse, um, you know, with their, like, generic warehouse jerseys. Um, the ones that they used in the original ball-and-play tournament. But, like, this was their first real structured multi-week tournament. Like, like a, a real part of their, like, grand slam of championships. Yeah. Right? Um kind of crazy how well they did it and how entertaining they made it without the help of like editing magic Mm -hmm. uh they made a really immersive experience that was amazing to watch as a fan both in person and on youtube
0: yeah that's a great point too is how they cut so much stuff when they record beforehand and the fact that we know for a fact they didn't do that because i was there and then i think i'm pretty sure what's on their channel is what i saw because it looked like it for the most part i don't think they changed anything yeah uh they, they fill everything they fill all the airtime with like with audience includement and and just like good interviews and stuff from the booth and they there's always something going on and they turn over games really quickly it's like all right the other one's over let's fill out these five minutes real quick with some entertainment uh and Let's start with the next one. Like there was really no downtime. You were being entertained thoroughly for three hours, three plus hours, whatever it was, however long it was. They did such a good job of just keeping the audience engaged and having fun while also making sure what they're capturing is just as good as what it always is. Uh, and it, it also like just credit to whoever figured out the layout for this play. Like the way it looked on camera looked so awesome. It looks really professional with those, with those lights. It just looked yeah. bigger and exciting just because of how crisp it all looked like it just it just really looked great the billy's was set up really awesome all the people that were there of course they're super nice because if you're a fan of jambi media you're probably a pretty cool nice person because that's what (laughs) jambi media seems to attract um they were super nice about walking around the whole time before the game started even for the people that didn't have all access they were still nice about just like saying hi to people and um just roaming around as if they weren't celebrities. Because I guess they're not. But they, the people that are there, they are celebrities to us <laughs> because we're super fans and weirdos. Right. But uh, just... Hell yeah. I mean, it, it was a great way to spend a Sunday. Uh, I would hope they yeah. do anything like that again soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely try to make it this yeah. time. I mean, I I don't anticipate my parents moving again. And then just <laughs> hopefully my wife doesn't get sick again. Mm-hmm. That was not a fun experience for me. Um, But yeah... Thank you, Jimmy. Thank, Thank you, you. John Boy yeah. Media. Uh, congratulations, We Got Ice. Congratulations to all of the participants. You all did an amazing job. and We can't wait for the next tournament. It just keeps getting bigger Brendan, and better, baby. What should people be drinking?
0: Drink that subtle tea, baby. You can find it at subtletea.com. You can get $2 off your order by using code HOPPYBOYS. Order some bottles for doorstep delivery.
1: Speaking of the code, Happy Boys. You
0: can listen to that podcast wherever you get your podcast. The Happy Boys. <laughs> you can listen to the Lonely Boys uh, show about Gossip Girl. You can listen to the Sandy Boys, or OC podcast on Patreon, patreoncom slash Pod, and uh, listen to the Blitzball Boys more. You can watch this episode. Don't know the link, but I forgot to put it in the show notes last time. Maybe I'll remember this time.
1: I think you can type in Blitzball Boys, Blitz. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Blitzball Boys Blitz. Okay. And it has all of our episodes right there from Boys Media, the full podcast like listing, all okay. five. good. We're up there. So you could find it there for sure. Um, I will plug Matthew Delray. Be nice to him if you see him. That's my younger brother. He's a good kid. <laughs> um, I love him a lot. Very nice. Uh, beyond that. Stay tuned because, as is tradition, coming the, later this week, the true. we will be having our Blitzball Blitz Awards show. Wow! So, so the, these
0: are we we call these the the more uh, these are like the, the, more. the the confirmed awards, like the official awards of Jumbo Media. Yeah, because it seems to be the one that really, this really gets a lot of buzz around the office. I don't think they really care about whatever jimmy and jake give a
1: lot of buzz around the off it's one person who brought <laughs> it up to us <laughs> one, one person has been like it was bbd i'll t- say it bbd in his interview to us <laughs> in his interview with us said that he listened to our show found out that he made the team of the tournament with jack said hey jack did you hear we made it to the blitzball boys team of the tournament and jack was essentially like don't fucking care
0: i think he said <laughs> so, cool
1: he said oh cool nice <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he yeah, did so not the, care. The buzz is real. At everyone
0: all. everyone that gets to be a part of our awards is very hyped. And uh I guess the buzz the is awards. real. Buzz is real.
1: Yeah. So listen to that. Uh when it comes out later this week. Got a question for me, Brendan?
0: Peter I just gotta open my notes real quick. Uh, <laughs> notes open. I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> I, I turned the wrong right. way. You got oh, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
1: Nope. Bye. Bye bye.